Okay. Right. Perfect nope. Crime, uh, welcome uh, uh, back. Uh, what? Okay, go ahead. Fine. I was going to say, welcome start. back to the Perfect Crime. You know. Oh, you want to record this week? Yeah, we. of course I want to record this week. We've set up the whole table. We're recording. We're sitting across I, from each other. I seem to remember Mr. So-and-so who last week, you know, while we were talking or whatever, didn't want to do this anymore. Ever again. That's what he said. Look, I So what was, do you have to say about that? You know what I have to say? I was a little testy because of the whole... That's gross. Oh my god. I was a little upset uh-huh. because of the whole two-month thing where we were out yep. in the wilderness. Yep. And I was a wolf for a little bit. Kind of your fault. If you're a new listener this week, I buckle up, alright? Because there's a lot of lore here. But anyway, look, I... I went to go talk to the boss, right? Okay. And, uh... Why would you do such a thing, huh? Well, because I haven't talked to him in two months, and, uh, I had to make a, a report to him about everything that happened, and... Okay, so you told him about their adventures, that were your fault, and you told him it was your fault, right? Uh, I'd say the lame was placed pretty evenly okay. on you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's pissed. What he's... is he pissed about? What could he um, possibly be upset about? We didn't get arrested. We solved all the problems that we came up against. On our own time, we figured everything out. Only one shipping container got lost in the mix. Okay, maybe that was like half a mil for uh, him. But come on. Nothing yeah. else really is a problem so Well, much. it's mainly the fact that he didn't have two of his operatives here. You know, we lost him a bunch of money. We also caused a lot of problems and set, set, set a lot of fires. Uh, there's also the whole thing, and this one is this one is your fault. I think you can. Uh, they found Dimitri. Uh-huh. He is alive. Yeah, Dimitri is alive. I he saved is his life. Missing both his kidneys. Yep. How did that happen? I don't know. Well, you did take him to a back alley doctor and then left him there. Maybe his kidneys were the problem to begin with. Did you ever think about that? The amount of times that Dimitri has different potato vodkas going down his system in there probably got bad kidneys. Anyway, that's more of a liver thing. Look. The point is, we need a lot of money to just... Oh, it's because he didn't eat enough kidney beans. Is that what kind of might be the issue? It could be. It could be. Or the fact that you took him to a a homeless man in a back alley and he He, ripped his kidneys out. He did always order black when we got Chipotle or something. He never got the other one. Yeah. So that could be So basically my point is, we need a lot of money, both to... For the new kidneys and just kind of went our way back into the good graces of the boss and the consigliere and the whole shebang. So what do you got for me this week? You got some good stuff? Oh, so now you want some things. Because now you talk to the boss, huh? Yeah. You didn't think about your job until you had to get yelled at by the boss. But I think about the job all the living days. Are you really going to... ever been. So you're mad at me now because I want to actually listen to your crimes? Well, I'm upset because you didn't want to listen to them earlier, and now that you do, I've only because of the system. I've listened to your crimes every week for over a year. Okay. And now you're mad because I'm actually showing enthusiasm. Okay, we can talk about one it's... other thing that I'm a little bit upset about. So uh, What's that? It, it This one... I don't know how I'm ever going to forgive you, truthfully. What are you talking about? This is maybe one of the most things that violated my my everything in my core. Wh- what are you talking I'm about? I'm just torn up. I've been thinking about it all week. I've just been crying every 20 minutes on the dot. From what? You took me 
to the worst place ever in the world. I never wanted to go there ever again. Not ever. Never. And you took me there. Are you talking about when I took you to the doctor? To the hospital to fix your... Oh, that's what you call it? I call it the hellspital. It's the worst place that's ever been or ever could be in any of the many universes in existence. What are you talking about? It is the worst. They touch you in places that you don't want to be touched. They charge you for things that you don't know what they're charging you for. They fill your body with different kinds of chemicals and crazy stuff that you have no idea what it is. Okay? I mean, and they do it's that. very well documented, and the it, things they put in your body. And like, oh my gosh, they were putting things in different holes in different places. And they were telling me that this is happening. This is wrong with you. You you know, what did you eat last week? I told them 3,000 pieces of pizza probably. 3,000 like, pieces of pizza? I said, you know what? For all you can, I eat gravel in the morning, okay? With milk. Well, you And the doctor said that's not funny. have mentioned that you do. I said it wasn't a you joke. You eat gravel to clean your teeth. Yep. And they said that was bad. They just don't even know. They don't know about the more deep... There's deeper... There's better ways of healing, okay? What are you talking that about? Aren't, that aren't involved with different kinds of needles and machines. And, okay. And white beds that smell clean. Look, man. You were... I'm, I'm certain you were dying last week. You Your finger... <laughs> was off it's like oh yeah speaking of that look at my finger now it looks great it looks like it's not gonna open any locks is what it it wasn't gonna open any locks before it was just like loose skin and bone hanging from a a knuckle it was gross and you like and you had a bunch of like needle marks that were just i don't even want to go into it they were gross and they were and they were like your veins were like all black and stuff that was him saving my life pretty much i was being saved no, you were dying, and I'm sure they fixed a lot of other stuff that happened well, to you along the I'll way. Well, I tell you what happened. Okay, I got some rebates or whatever when I when it came out because they said that I was, you know, different kinds of. You know what? Basically, they told me that I was like a, a not all up there in the, and so they gave me a deal. Okay, they gave you a deal because yeah. you're not all up there, <laughs> and so they said they give me a lot of things for free or whatever. Different fixie partsies, and now I owe them $3,000. Okay. First of all, I mean, the first part of that sounds good. The second part, I don't know how. I thought I... I it, it should have cost you, cost you nothing. I thought I put in a fake name, and I was going to sneak you out, but then I went back, and then... Well, you should have told me that you put in a fake name. I corrected that. They came yeah. in and said, is Piggy Johansson in here? I said, yeah, that's me, but actually my name is Paul. So, you, so, so hold on. You answered to Piggy Johansson, and then you said, actually, my name's Paul? Yes, so I didn't know that you were trying to do something. at least a half second. I know that you like to call me Piggy Johansson when you're signing me up for hotels or whatever, but I always just correct them and say, yes, that's me, but also my real name is Paul. Am I supposed to not be saying that to them? No, you're supposed to. It's an alias, so we don't, like, have a paper trail. God damn it, Paul. Oh, that could explain... I'm not chipping in for that $3,000 hospital bill. That could explain a lot of different scenarios that we got in trouble. Uh, yeah, it does, doesn't um, it? Okay, so from now on, I say, yep, I'm Piggy Johansson. I'm not anyone else. I'm just... That's me, only Piggy Johansson. Hey, how am I? How are you doing? The name's Piggy. Yep, my real name is not Paul. It is Piggy. Don't right? say... 
Don't even allude to the fact that you may have another name. It's just okay. Pinky so I Johansson. say, listen, there isn't even a chance that oh. I have a different name, like Paul or anything like that. My name is Piggy Johansson. 100% fully, no other names. I mean, it could use some work, but I think we're, we have a, a starting off point. Okay, well, perfect. Okay, well, listen, it doesn't even matter. Okay, $3,000, it's like, we're going to get that done in a second, okay? Because I have some big crimes today. Well, big these, crimes. Yeah. I've been thinking so. about them a lot. I'm, a, I'm ready for them. You know what? I'm going to tell you, there's a lot riding on this week. Okay, well, let me tell you what. When I was in the hospital, and they were putting me in and out of different states of consciousness and being with intense drugs that I've never heard of before, okay, different things came to mind, and that's where this comes from. Okay. So the first one, the Mars farce. Oh, boy. Okay. Go ahead. Mike, you know how Lion Muskrat and some peeps have been trying to get people going on a trip to Mars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what we need to do is we're going to do that, too. We're going to get people up to Mars on a trip. Gotcha. Okay? So all we need to do is buy some deserts in the middle of, like, Mexico New or something. Mm-hmm. Mexico Cama New. Yep. And so we get some... All we got to do is get that, and it can be, like, the worst land, okay? I was looking around. There are people trying to get rid of, like, land that used to be farmable and isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, from is a terrible thing for everyone involved, except for us in this scenario. Right. Okay? So we're going to get up some of that for cheap. Okay. Then, very simple, fly to Florida for astronaut training, and they offer a program that you can kind of come in and check it out and become a honorary space cadet and do nasa training okay while we're in training we watch and learn the patterns of the space security guards sure then on the last day we come in and bring two of the guards extra large mochas sure as a gift for you know taking care of us all this time while we were in training right Hide out and wait for them in the bathroom, and they will inevitably be in the bathroom soon after drinking the extra large mochas. <laughs> Don't do your eyebrows when you say extra large mocha. And so then, when they're going, we take their security outfits, and then we can uh, use the security. We know exactly what the patterns are supposed to be, so we can kind of finish out the shift like we're supposed wait, to. Hold on, we just know what the security. Well, we've been watching them, so we know kind of how they operate. Sure. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Then. Uh, all we do is take a couple of their test pots. So they have these little test pots that you can get in and they look like you're in a space station when you're inside of it. And they've got different video, different like to make it feel like you're moving up into the air uh, or things sure. like that. Yeah. Okay. They're testers though. They're only for simulation, mm-hmm. but it's pretty good simulation from all that I've heard and seen in different from what you've heard. Mm-hmm. We've been talking to a lot so, of astronauts lately. I've been watching some videos. So then, we take we just grab a couple of those. Okay, go back to Mexico New with red paint. It's actually just New Mexico. Okay, uh, New Mexico. Sorry, with red paint. Okay, so we need mm. to get probably like twenty or five hundred bucks of red paint, and we just all we do is we take our little spot of desert that we got bought for us. Sure. Paint it red to look like Mars. Paint the sand red. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, we put the test pods out, kind of, or wherever we want to put it, you know, in like a little house or something, and 
we start selling people trips to Mars and boom, we are going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. And really, we only need like two clients. It's going to be really simple because once we get them in the test pod, it takes like four years to get to Mars or whatever. So we put them in the test pod for four years and we just leave them. And then when they get out, we like show them Mars. Like we, we say, get out. And we've just moved the test pod to the desert spot in Mexico. And we've got and we open it up and there they come out. Wow, look at this. This is Mars. It's kind of crazy. Put a little bit of foam in the bottom of their spacesuit so that it feels extra bouncy, so they can think it's kind of different gravity type scenarios. Sure. Have them look around for like a, an hour or two and then get back in, go home. Another four years. Uh, I'm going to be honest. This is not exactly what I was looking for. It's a bit, it's a bit long term, if I'm being honest. They're going to pay up front, at least 25% up front. Uh,. Which is probably going to be you're, like... So you're not even going to make them pay for the full ticket up front? Not to, yeah, I don't know. 25% is probably going to be like $25,000. Also, can I ask 25% of what? Of the cost to no, go No, I Mars. mean of the total. What's the total price? Maybe $100,000 each. For a trip to space, that's probably... To go to Mars is a pretty good deal, dude. Pretty good deal, $100,000. Yeah. We're going to get the Richies. Yeah. Uh, the the thing is, though, I, I feel like we're never going to collect on that last percentage. Okay, fine. So you want to do 25% up front, then we get 50k, and then we just leave them in the pods. I mean, there's also just a lot of, so... What we, if we just take the pods, drop them in the ocean? Also, I... That... Well, I'm... Let's put a pin in that. Because that's, that's not a horrible thing just to do, just to try. It's also kind of weeding out the 1%, which would be a nice, right. nice setup. Um, it also feels a bit disjointed. So we're taking people to space training at NASA? No, no, no. We are going to space training at NASA. You and I together. Are oh, go- so we're, we're going to train. To become, like, certified astronauts. Yes. But really what we're doing is we're scoping out the test pods and the so security that, guards. So, yeah, so we can take... Security outfits. No, well, so we could give two of the security guards that we decide on extra large mochas. Don't do the eyebrows. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so what, but basically we give them coffee, we wait for them to take a huge dump, we steal their <laughs> uniforms. Yep. And we, before this, we've been watching them to learn the codes that they type in and the... Yep, and kind of their behaviors, how they, you know, saunter around and stuff like that. So that when we walk... We can no, saunter in similar manner. Uh, and then we steal a whole... Two like, test pods. Two or three. Now, isn't that a whole mechanism that's like built into the foundation of the NASA? Just take all the different parts and pieces. We'll figure it out after. Uh, so we're going to disassemble a whole room that has a, uh, well, you just, a rig that you can... You lift up the pile. Okay, here's what you do. And I'm lift assuming up the this pod, is the Carry rig. it out. And then go back in, find the computers, lift those up, carry those out. Maybe three trips, we'll have it. Okay? Okay. Um... Uh, and just to make clear in my head, this is like the rig that like shoots you around, spins you around really fast to like no, you this feel is, the G's. This is like the full, it's like a rocket, okay? It's like a full rocket that doesn't leave the ground, but it feels like it does. So you sit in it like you're actually getting launched off, and then it goes, and like... It moves you like you're leaving. Yeah, it shakes you, and, and it, then there's and, and then there's screens all around you, like and you're you actually have to control with command, you know. Okay. So it's like a real rocket that's simulation. And then so we steal that, 
we set it up in a desert in Arizona or New mm-hmm. Mexico. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, actually, we probably want to set it up in like a different spot, and then we'll drive them over to the desert. Okay, so do you so see, that, do you see, see where there's but a we bit have of a four disconnect. years to do it. So, so we drive them to this. What did we blindfold them so they don't see that it's just no? They're a rig. in the simulation. They're in the ro- they're in the rocket. And okay, the how do they get from look like they're in space? No, hold on. No, just hold on. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to work with you here. All right. So they buy the ticket. Yep. And then they drive to I assume where they think the rocket launches. Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. That's Houston, where all different rockets right? go off to different places. So, but our isn't our rig in? Are are we putting the machine in Florida as well? Okay, maybe we have to come. We have to steal two. We have to steal the pods, and then we have to put them in a place. So, so they go to Florida, mm-hmm. and then put them in it. So we put them in it there, launch them into space. For, you know, in quotes. Okay, so how do they not know that it's not a real spaceship? They don't not know it. That's how. That's the thing. They do. They know that it is a real one. That's what they think. Okay, there's no way this rocket. Air quotes is the size of a real like space. It will feel like it when they're inside of it. Okay, but how do we get them inside? Put them inside and then put on a you video. You just say put them inside. How do they get in without realizing it's not real? I tell you what, get a, the little one. We have the little one, right? What, what little one? What we like a the pod that they go into. Okay. We put them into the pod, and then the window, window that's actually a screen, will make a video of the pod going on to the big rocket top. So it'll seem like they're on top of a rocket, but they're not. They're actually just okay. Uh, there's a whole other long list of things that are just not right with this, but like what? Uh, okay, well, first of all, it, there's no amount of paint. In the world that allow us to realistically paint a section of desert in New Mexico red. Well, it doesn't have to be all red. It just has to be pinkish red. So kind of Jackson Pollock it and then run your feet over it. And then also they're going to notice that there's atmosphere, there's clouds, blue sky, uh, sun. That's why we are using the spacesuits with foam in the bottom of it so it feels like they're extra bounced. Okay, no, but I'm going to say well, the second they step outside, they're going to realize this is not space, this is Earth. What if we put a different a helmet on them that has a red tint so everything looks red? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. This, uh, th- uh, this, this isn't going to work. There's no way. There's no logical way. There's too many... There's too many steps then they don't connect to each other what do you mean mike this is clear as day this is perfect we're gonna get fifty thousand dollars in an instant and a half or whatever okay maybe 10 years but we'll get it yeah yeah we'll get a ton of money also we can't just walk into nasa and say hey can we be astronauts there's different training programs we say we're ready my name is cadet number seven two seven four five i think what you're thinking of is like when you go on an airplane when you're younger and the the stewards like give you a pair of wings that doesn't make you a pilot well it depends on the type of type of thing that you're doing that's why when you finish training they do a simulation so i feel like feel like an astronaut trip to nasa once and i've never been there no okay so i feel like you have like hidden away in your i've been studying all of their Like a certified astronaut pin that you got from someone at... Nope, I am not 
it is not just a pin, it is a symbol of actual certification of astronautness. That you got when you were like six? It because I was I have really good vision, really clear communication. That's what he said. That's... I was one of the best trainers they've ever had, ever. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were they Okay. Basically they told me I was pretty much too good. And they needed to hide me away because otherwise the Russians would come try to take me. Right. To their space station to help them. And, you know, then they would probably Yeah. So they said, you go, you just go home and you keep quiet. Don't tell too many people about what you saw. About the today. secret training program that mm-hmm. you were... Yeah. yeah. And he said, yeah, you're the most amazing pilot that's ever been or ever will be ever again. That's what he said. He said, vision, like nothing else. He said, my energy was just perfect. He said, I had tenacity that I wouldn't quit. And that what he you know, said, you wouldn't quit like bothering the adults when they're like at the <laughs> museum that you were at, or what? He said, you do not give up, and you know what? You have blown us away. In and by these... good vision, you were they were like trying to hide from you, and you just kept finding them. You are very good at hide and seek. I will give you that. I'm great at hide and seek. That's because I have pilot's vision. Top yeah, notch. I could be a space cadet. That's what. Or basically, I already am. I'm pretty much like the Neil Stronger. And so, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, either way. Or late Lion Muskrat or whoever his name is. He hasn't even been to space probably that many times. So I don't think he's been there once. There you go. Anyway, look, the thing is, I, I well, maybe you're a certified astronaut, but I'm not. And for that reason, I, I just don't think this is going to work out. And okay. also, we need quick money. We need money like within this week. You got something that can get us yeah. money like okay, right fine. now? I'll tell you about the other one. This is quicker, okay? This is quicker than we could do the Mars one next week, okay? Okay. We'll figure that out after. After what? We get the money from this one. Oh, okay. Ready for it? Yeah, what is it? You really want to know now? Now you're interested? I want to know that you're is here. This again? Listen, I want to know that you're here on this podcast for the love of us, I, not for anything else. What the else. fuck are you talking about, the love of us? I just sat and listened to that last bullshit for 20 minutes. I didn't even say a mean thing about it. It's fucking so stupid. All right. Well, here's why I wanted to know about your love. This is why love love is really yeah, important no, to love, us. Yeah, okay. Okay? Sure. Love crimes. Bum, nah, that sounds dark, barn, actually. Barn, bum, 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 barn, bum, 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 Okay. Okay. So some people like to get married in barns. And some farms... I know, I know one guy who actually loves it so much he mm-hmm. did it himself. Some farms have set up their barns to be wedding venues. Okay? Yes. They've got, like, fancy little barn farm wedding things mm-hmm. right uh but guess what i know from experience because we were gonna do it maybe we were talking about doing it at one of the nice little barns for my wedding yeah and we were looking it is freaking expensive like seriously it's as much as it costs to go to mars basically yeah to get yourself in like you know yeah Okay, basically, the neighbors of the farm that we use, that's just an old farm. Yeah. Okay? The the neighbors, they have a barn farm thing for weddings. It's all set I up. I think it's if it's a barn, it's, I feel like it's just... I mean, they have a, a, a 
barn rental, it's in, it's fancy in, barn rental. For sure, I'm just saying the barn farm. It's implied that there, if there's a barn, there's a farm. It was like twenty eight thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. Which is crazy. Okay, so here's what we do. I've been thinking about it. There's a lot of money in this. Okay. Okay. So what we do is we go find one of, and I've been looking at a lot of farms basically to do some research on this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We go find one of the many barns that isn't really being used right now. There's a lot of farms that don't use their barns anymore. Sure. Because they're just renting the land for crops and the barn doesn't really, isn't that important. It's sure. just kind of like there now. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's just a storage. So... Locate the owner's house. Okay, we find the barn that's empty. Then we look around and we see, okay, here's the barn. Here's the owner's house. It's on this side of the thing. Do, 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 do a little bit of math. Okay. And set up a parking lot with four orange cones. Do you think you could steal four orange cones? I think I can do that. Okay. So we steal those simple. and we're going to set up a parking lot so that it's at the far side of the barn on the opposite side of the barn from the house. Okay. So like house is on one side of the barn. Parking lot is on the other side. So if somebody from the house opens up their front door to go have a cigarette or something, they're not going to see that there's a parking lot on the other side of the barn. Okay. Got it? Sure. Okay. So then it's so simple for the rest of this. Hire a few guys to quickly clean. Okay. And we run up to their barn that's unused. And I feel like you don't even have to make it that clean because it's a barn, right? Exactly. It's meant to be a little dusty. Just a like... Uh, kind of, you know, a little sweepy sweep, scrub, scrub. That's about mm-hmm. it. You know, some regular chairs. We just get the regular stuff. But for $28,000 or even half that, okay, we can get all the stuff that we need to have a little wedding real sure. quick. Okay. Uh, and we just need to buy like 300 candles to light the place. And we set up a quick wedding venue uh, impromptu pop-up for these people. Right. So day of the wedding, just get this quick setup, And, you know... That's that. Bippity boppity, give me the zoppity. Right. As okay. Michael Scott said. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I said. Anyway, so let me just be hundred percent clear, mm-hmm. just because I, I was listening hundred <laughs> percent, but I did miss a few things. Okay. So the barn that we're using is someone else's barn, right? Exactly. So we're just basically sneaking a whole wedding venue mm-hmm. into this barn for a night. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then there's going to be a park. We're going to build a parking lot. We're just going to make sure that everybody parks on the other side of the barn so they can't from be the seen house. from the house. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what happens if, like, it gets too loud or it's too I was hoping well you would. I was hoping that you would ask about this because I have a contingency plan for if the farmer notices something is amiss. Okay. Here's how it's going to go down. You pretend that you're a farmer, basically. Yeah. I'll pretend I'm the guy, com- you know. Okay. So, here he comes. He says, what do you say? What's going on? So what's what's going on in my barn? You know what? You didn't know about this? Your cousin? No. What? My your cousin? cousin? Yeah, your cousin's getting married today. Oh, wh- which cousin? I, I can't remember her name. Hilda or Linda or something. Bob. I don't know. But, okay, here. Have a whiskey. Okay, and then I give them whiskey, and then I say, listen, this has been the best wedding. Everybody is so ecstatic to have used your bar, and they're just feeling wonderful, <laughs> and I just keep feeding you drinks. I say, yeah, you are just the best. I mean, this is one of the best farms I've ever seen. It was so nice of you to let us get this set up for your what cousin's the, wedding. Oh, oh, well, no one asked me about it. 
We did. Last and also, week. I'm not invited to the wedding at my own barn. We were hoping you would come up, otherwise, I was going to come get you in about 20, 30 minutes. Let you sleep a little bit. Sleep? <laughs> Look. Uh, here, have another whiskey. Here, uh, oh, have you tried this hunk of cheese? Here's, this is Parmesan. What if I'm. What if I'm. Then what I if give the him... farmer's so furious he doesn't take any drinks or cheese? Okay, if he doesn't take the drinks or cheese, he's not listening, he's not getting all rowdy and excited and becoming part of the wedding party that will inevitably become, you know, great moments for the bride and groom afterwards to remember mm-hmm. the farmer who came in and had a good time with them. Drinks will hang out, you know, whatever. If he doesn't want to do any of that so much, then it's like, okay, let me go talk to you. Let's get somewhere quiet, okay? I can't hear you in here. This is too much volume. Listen, we can talk through this, okay? And then we go, and you'll be hiding in a corner, and we'll just have to kind of tie him up for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Then we let him go, and we say, it's fine. Actually, your burn's ready now. We did you a fucking favor, because now you can <laughs> now you can have weddings after yeah. this. And people pay, the old guys pay $18,000 for that. Right. So now you can do that, pretty much. Okay. This actually, I mean, it's still a bit short notice. No, this is genius. This oh, is... Now, hold on. Will you let me talk? I'm not sure if it's barn wedding season, but I think it's a good plan. The only thing I would add is that we don't even bother trying to convince the farmer that it was his idea to let <laughs> people. I think we just, we get one guy and it can be a rotating system. So everyone gets a chance to party at the wedding. Uh-huh. Maybe, you know, Vinny does it one week. You know, one of the drums does it the next. Not Dimitri though, because he's going to take all that potato vodka. It's well, all going to be gone. No Dimitri be probably won't ever walk again. So, well, that's probably good for this scenario. What, I mean, my, what I'm saying is, and then we just post him in the house, and he'll just have a gun on the farmer, and maybe his wife or husband takes okay. care of the dog. Come on, now that's way too much going on. How about this? How about we have we one tie of them? Up the whole family, put them in a basement. How about instead we just have tea with them and make sure that they're sitting on the right side of the kitchen counter so that they don't see the barn? Uh, it just seems like a risk. They and cucumber help. sandwiches. Okay, what if we bring, like, while they're in the basement, Lime and meringue up, pie. we give them some hors d'oeuvres and some appetizers and some sweet treats from the wedding? Okay, we could do that. Tie them up, so put them in the basement, say, sorry about this, guys. Here is a reruns of America's Got Talent. Yeah. And... Because the only other option I see is that we try to talk to them beforehand, but then they're going to want to cut of the profits, right? Exactly. Which is a no-go. But we'll set them up for after, so they'll pretty much probably be happy, because we're going to tell them that now, look at what you can do. We I mean, can... we could still do that after we, you know, untie them. Yeah, just so hopefully they take a little bit to call cops. Give us 15 minutes yeah. to drive away. That's what, see, with my plan, we, we have all the time in the world to get away. Why? Uh, because we don't even have to really let them go that night. We can call the, you know, put an anonymous tip that says, hey, there's a family of farmers in the basement at this location. Okay, what are you going to do to be nice enough to the farmers to make sure that they allow the racket to continue on at other places? I have some ideas. What are you talking about? Why do we need... First off, it's got to be fancy Why do cheese. I need this specific, specific farmer's permission? I'm thinking... Big to chunks go, to go do it at his neighbor's house. Big chunks of parmesan for each each one person. Two Twix bars each. Three cubes of filet mignon. 
Okay, hold on. I don't even understand what this wrinkle is. We have to ask them to continue doing this crime? I, others... We have to make it so that when they get taken off of the different tied up situations, they love us. That's what we have to Why? do. Why? Why do we care about that? Because otherwise they're going to say that their barn was being used and it was used and abused by the rowdy barn hump. Like, Is it going to be a rowdy party? Well, I don't know, but they're gonna they're probably gonna be upset at us unless we make sure that they love us. They're always gonna be upset at us. No matter what. What about if like, we give them Parmesan wine, three hunks of What if they're allergic to dairy? Twix. Uh Parmesan's a hard cheese pretty good for people who aren't Okay. So there's there's no there's no backup plan for the cheese please love me plan. No. I don't know. I don't know about this, Mike. I'm actually getting a little bit nervous. No, no, no. Don't do I'm this not thing sure. where you... Because I have a better plan than you. You, like, freak out and you back out. I'm nervous about how many farmers are going to be ticking off with this plan. With my plan, we only tick off maybe one out of every five farmers. Okay, how about this? We The first time we do it, we do it my way and see how that goes. And if it goes poorly, we can try to be nice to the farmers, and then they become your best friend. And then you can feed them cheese and wine at night and stuff, and whatever you want to do to them. Uh huh. And then you can have. But, no, we don't even have to tell them what we're doing, because maybe they won't notice. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm. Do you think the Vinny is going to go down there and say, "Hey, get in there, get in the basement. I'm going to tie you up because here's the exact plan of what's happening right now." No, that's not how it's going to work. So Vinny's just going to try to lightly shove them into the basement ground? That's how much force he wants to use is up to Vinny. What? Yeah. Mike, you, you know, know you got to make it fun for Vinny, otherwise he's okay. not interested. All right, fine. Okay, I accept your brutal deal because, gosh, you're just a, such a violent person in your soul. And you know what I am? The opposite. I like healing. Oh, my God. And that's God. why I didn't like being at the hospital. But here you go. You've never been healed. You All you do ruined my life pretty much by sending me to the hospital. But here you go. Here's a new crime for you to take back to your boss so that everybody can be okay. happy. Remember that time you broke your foot and then all and then everyone tried to get you to go to the doctor and all you did was just light incense and like eat rocks and stuff, eat and crystals? Remember that time when I ran 45 miles an hour after that? That was... That, okay, you're mixing up the timeline because you tried to run 45 miles an hour on a treadmill and then you flew off into the wall and you broke your foot and then and you're, your foot didn't heal right and you have that limp. No, I definitely have run 45 miles an hour since then, at least. I was keeping up with Vinny's car when I was chasing him down one time. Or Dimitri's car, I mean. Yeah, Dimitri. Dimitri was driving the car. He was going at least 45 miles an hour. I'd already broken my foot. I'd already healed it myself with the healing techniques mm-hmm. and that I learned. And then I chased after him. I kept up and I even went faster than the car, went around the front of it, around the hood of the car as he's driving 45 miles an hour. I, I ran around the hood of the car to the driver's side so that I could open the door and get him. And then I dove in, threw him out, and then that's how I got my car back. Um, okay. <laughs> that car definitely wasn't going 45 miles an hour. I think he was just pulling out of the parking lot one day, and you assaulted him. I actually remember that day. He was really upset. The car was at one end of the parking lot, and 
boom! All of a sudden, it was all the way at the other end. So how do you explain that? Unless you got 45 miles an hour involved. I mean, Dimitri's the kind of guy who, like, takes a long time to start up his car. You know, he's, like, checking emails and stuff. I mean, I'm sure the car is running. I'm sure you saw, like, the exhaust and the kind of rumble of his of the car. And it was moving. Like, blur. Like, I could see... Two cars. That's how fast it was. Are you sure you weren't just, like, tripping out on, like, pain meds or something? Oh, no, you wouldn't have pain meds, would nope. you? Nope. And you know what? I didn't even or have... Or just from pain I didn't general. even have that much of the potato vodka with Dimitri. I only had, like, half a bottle or something. Okay, so, so you were drunk. Okay. That's what, what. That's neither there nor here nor anywhere else. Basically, it was moving a good clip of at least forty-five miles an hour. Okay, well, all I, I know, ran around it, and how could I do that unless my foot had already been healed? Is what I'm trying to tell you. I all without I, the hospital. No, okay, your foot was messed up for a long time, and actually, it looks like it's straightened out. They must have twisted it or something back into place. They ruined it pretty much. It used to be good, good for. Things. For running 45 miles an hour? Yeah, and now it's like normal and I can't do it anymore. Okay. So what do you have to say about that? The hospital ruined my foot, charged me money to do I'm it. I'm happy you don't have a limp anymore. I do have, I mean, I think they pumped some stuff out of my system, which was probably good. We didn't have the healthiest of months yeah. out on the wilderness. But still. Yeah, I okay. heard they just took like a... You should have taken me... A clump out of your... They, they pumped your stomach. They just found, like, a, a rock-solid piece of just, like, crystallite formed. I would have preferred to have gone to an elf an or elf. a hobbit or... Those things don't exist. Even the dwarf healer would be better than this, okay? Anything would have been better than this hospital. You mean that guy you call your shaman? Yes! He would have been perfect. He would have... Healed me up in 10 seconds. I had to go to him afterwards so that he could deglaze me from the hospital. Oh, what? Okay, you give this guy so much of your money, and I feel like you always come back looking weird, like sick. Okay, $3,000 to get him to deglaze me from the hospital is way better deal than anything else I could have. I mean, I was messed up from your hospital trip to me so really actually you owe me six thousand you owe me three thousand for the hospital bill and three thousand for the deglazing okay first of all <laughs> stop saying deglazing it's weird and gross that's what it is and second of all it's stop co- he coated me with different substance that kind of helps some cumin cinnamon and yeah, smoked he's paprika just ru- he's just and- rubbing and then he deglazed after that with wine. And that's how... If, that's so how he covers you in spices and then dumps wine on you? Exactly. And that that's the deglazing process? That's how I get clean to the hospital. Okay. And he told me, I'm by alcohol. You know, like kind of different chanty things going? Yeah. That's what he was doing while he was doing it. I'm pretty sure those are kind of like different types of, you know, come down from the spirits above situation to I help. think you should stop seeing that guy. Pretty sure he's just some weirdo who likes rubbing you with spices. I think it's like a sex thing. I don't know. Best $3,000 I ever spent. That's too much money to be violated with spices. Well, are you going to deglaze me? No, Do God. you know how to do it? <laughs> just... Okay. okay, well, I won't get deglazed anymore if you don't ever take me to the hospital. Okay? I... I mean... But every time... Fine. Okay, listen. Every time from now on... That you take me to the hospital, I will give you this one for free, 
But every time you can expect the next day, $3,000 invoice at your door because of this. Because you're just going to go straight to the deglazer? I can't function otherwise. Okay. How much do you do this, like, a month? How many times do you get deglazed? It depends on how many times different things happen to me. Have I gone to a public place? Okay. So anytime you're out in public, do you feel like you need to get deglazed? Sometimes. So, like, if you go Sometimes out... Sometimes a couple times a day. If you go a couple times... So how much money do you have that you're willing... To, you can spend $3,000... Have you been holding out on me this whole time? No, no, no. Are you, like, rich? He, here's the thing about him, is that he kind of goes into this weird, like, coma afterwards. What? Okay, I didn't want to tell you this, because I wanted you to give me the $3,000. Okay. But, okay, he does the deglazing process, and then he, he, like, goes into coma kind of scenario right after, and so I just take the money back every time. Okay. I think he just does his weird sex thing on you, and then I think he just falls asleep. I don't know. Like, it's orgasmic kind of... pleasure. Okay, this is disgusting. Let's go, Mike. We gotta be done with this. You're the you one are getting... you are ruining my spirit. Okay, get out. We're done. Okay, all right. Take your stupid crime to your dumb old boss, and you know what? Next week when you come back, it better be with better attitude. We better have more I feel fun. like this is the nicest I've ever this been to you. This has been the least fun episode I've ever done with you. Absolutely. What a waste of time. Okay. Well, if you want to get in contact to us and talk about Hurry getting up. deglazed with Paul, there's links. Keep it going. There's, there's ways to do that. There's links uh, in the description. Faster, Mike. Faster. Tweets and emails and whatnot. Okay, that's uh, it. Other than that, Time's up. give us some reviews.